If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of Podcast Unlocked is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash unlocked for your free audiobook download. Good afternoon. It is Podcast Unlocked. Remember that thing? We do it every week. Mitch Dyer, welcome. Thank you. Uh, You are the associate editor on IGN Xbox. I am. That's me. Destin Legary. Hi. You are the uh, jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. That's That's on your business card. Yeah. You do everything. Kind of. Video. You don't really, you don't write stuff. I have written things. You have written things. Wrote a few reviews. You're more valuable than a writer, though. Cause That's true. You are worth twice me. Pretty much. Okay. Greg, oh, Greg Miller by the flipping, flipping us, off us off outside. Thanks, Greg. Mm-hmm. Beyond. Uh, by the way, uh, the drawing I've already done this morning. Or oh, no. This yeah. morning, God. From the, this Speaking afternoon. It's 4.30 in the afternoon. Oh, sorry. I've had a long day. Um, the, the drawing I did pre, pre-show, based off of an off-mic, co- or, uh, you know, not recorded conversation, is Ryan McCaffrey in a bikini. <laughs> oh, and I'm wearing a. It, there's a bikini top to cover the nips. Well, yeah, have some decency. Yeah, that's. I appreciate that. No Ninja Turtles today, not yet. I need. I need the uh, chest not support. Yet. Yeah, the upper. You know, we all do every now and again. <laughs> so uh, we. It is podcast unlocked episode number eighty two. It's January sixteenth, twenty thirteen, and uh, it's Xbox Live Arcade Wednesday. That's when we like to put our show out. This week we're the only thing. <laughs> yeah, out. there's no games. There are so no Xbox Live Arcade games. So uh, I want to start with my own violent illness this past weekend. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, yeah let's so, talk about uh, that. Yeah, that that went well. I I uh, went home Friday night and uh, all was well. Went to bed. Woke up in the middle of the night feeling kind of icky. I'm like, oh, all right, well, I went back to bed. Actually, popped a couple Pepto Bismol. I'm like, all right, I'll just. Go back to bed. Yeah. Woke up some undetermined amount of time later and just <laughs> out it went. And it was pink because of the Pepto-Abysmal. Right that was great. So it was doing its job. The, the funny thing about this is, uh, I, and I found some support on this on on Twitter uh, later, I had not vomited 
in over 20 years. I actually remember the last time I was a kid. It was uh, I was like 12 years old or 11 years old. So I did not. I gotta say I, I don't miss it. I did not miss it. It was not <laughs> something that uh, I'm looking to get back into on any sort of regular basis. You had a pretty tame college life. Yeah, I, I, people were like, are you hungover? I'm like, no, <laughs> believe me. <laughs> if you knew me at all, you know that's hungover is about the last thing I would ever be. But um, you ended up with some sort of awful stomach bug that I probably got from my one-and-a-half-year-old because she'd been vomiting all over the place as well. Well, now so. you know how she feels. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's going to be that time, though. I mean, a lot of people at IGN are sick or getting sick or... A- you know, not feeling great. Yeah, I had a flu shot, so I think, and I, and after talking to the nurse on the phone, it sounded like, yes, yeah, it was a virus, not the flu, but still, I, I guess I, I couldn't even move for, it was just awful to exist for the first day, like such that I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to be homesick, at least I can keep playing the cave with uh, Ron right. Gilbert's new adventure game for review. The first day, I couldn't even, I couldn't even sit upright. I couldn't wow. even like do that. That's I brutal. Even play Jeez. a video game. That's like, how that's, you know it's rough. That's how bad it was. But um, I haven't been that oof. sick in a while. This is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that was that was unpleasant and took a couple days to get over. But and it's such that it had a domino effect that uh, that sort of half ruined Mitch's day. <laughs> yeah, and not just because you had to cover for me at work. So right. I, you were, or I was supposed to be going up to Seattle to see something. Yeah. And so you had to go last minute in my place, which thank God you're a single man with no nothing tying you down because yeah. you were just like sure whatever rub I'm, it in no rub problem it in. no no I'm I'm envious I'm thank saying God this is a good thing. alone <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad that my my subordinate is so lonely so he can go anywhere anyway. <laughs> Oh, I'm those I'm those tokens of appreciation are getting are getting un, unspent right now they're getting taken away. Um, but yeah, you were kind enough to to jump in on a last minute flight and head up there and take care of it. But but then you had your own troubles. Yeah. So I, this is the second time this has happened. Every time I've ever been to Washington State and nice, beautiful state, amazing. I love it, and, and like I really have a good time with people there because like, I love packs and I love seeing everybody, everybody. And anytime I go to events, it's great. But anytime I've ever had a single bad experience in Washington, it's been exactly this: my cabbie doesn't know where the airport is, and I miss my flight. This Are you serious? Happened, yeah, this happened twice. This happened yesterday. There's one airport. Correct. And one would think that the a cabbie would one. know how to get there. Yeah. yeah. But he took a bunch of wrong exits. He drove past the airport and had to turn around. And then by the time we got there, he's uh, they're he, screwing you over for money. <sighs> yeah, probably. Yeah, what cabbie in any city anywhere doesn't know is. how to get to the airport? Right. Yeah. And I was like, cool. Well, I missed my flight. And then he came into the airport because the guy I rode in with was like, well, he doesn't know what a credit card is. He couldn't pay him. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Seattle. Man. Sort out your cabbies, Washington State. I've well, never had a cab experience <laughs> like that. Yeah, so uh, you're, you're back, though. You made it home I'm safe. alive, yeah. I showed at the office at 3 p.m. You know, have you, seriously, you should call or email that cab company. And I just, can't remember what it was. Really? Yeah. It was that much of a blur? And yeah. It was, I mean. You didn't it, get, well, you have a receipt of some sort, uh, right? You are correct. No, so, I don't, because Mr. Finnegan paid for the cab. Our video guy that you went up. He'll we'll be get able it to from help him. us hunt him down. Yeah, because, I mean, that, that really is just, it's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah, that they should at least, I mean, I'm sure they're not going to, like, maybe they'll at least reimburse, uh, even though ultimately we expense reimburse it back to the company. Flight, but, right. I mean, some some sort of apology or something, because that's really just dumb. I mean, yeah. you ended up uh, having to 
what crash at a friend's house yeah it was i made a phone call i was like uh are you working tomorrow or right now because i need somewhere to stay yeah, well i mean your other because your only other option is you grab another hotel at the airport which right. then costs the company more right, money like, cool and now mm-hmm. i'm spending 200 dollars of itn's money that i don't need to yeah so it's it's all it's all the dumb cab company's fault yep do they have a Lyft up there? They next, don't. I was looking next at, time, I was someone plugging Lyft instead of or what's, Uber. No, what's yeah. the one you Uber. like? Yeah, Uber. Uber. They Why do. do you like Uber more than Lyft? I've never used Lyft. Oh, okay. Well, it's extremely I, cheap. Yeah. Like, I mean, Lyft is how I'm going home every time I go out. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Now that I realize it'll cost me like, you know, half yeah of what uber does uber yeah. is so nice though uber is like luxury but lyft is just like and a for decent those, car for those car that, that don't live yeah. in what i think new york or sf is probably about I think it boston yeah. and chicago anyway uh so these are these are essentially crowdsourced taxis that yeah. they're regular yeah. people who sign up and get vetted and mm-hmm. so you can just go on an app or a website yep. and, and just request it right and, and a, then a lift car comes a, a regular yeah. a car with a big pink mustache yeah on the if front. you're in yeah. sf and you don't know what that is that's lift because <laughs> everyone sees them and like what is with these pink mustaches yeah who would put that on their car is that a new trend <laughs> that's what i thought i was like well, like like christmas reindeer or you know People all the other like dumb flags things. in their windows yeah and... go niners yeah Anyway, it's a great uh, service. Do you have any interesting stories from this week or this weekend, Destin? Nope. No. Right on. Watch some Game of Thrones. All right. You getting caught up ready for uh, season three, right? Yeah. Well, I'm already I'm already caught up. Oh, you're just rewatching? Yeah. Because I saw the the teaser online March 31st for the new episodes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Psyched. I'm thrilled that Justified's back. I love that show. I bought the Amazon season pass so I can watch in full hd on my big tv on through my xbox through good. the xbox app good although uh i have an american xbox now i can do this i yeah. can use my amazon yeah. account because we have I'm a so lot we, we have a lot of uh british uh and european listeners explain this real quick mitch because yeah. this is actually a useful thing yeah so i mean i'm in my case i moved to the states from canada in february last year and i couldn't access the united states xbox live service it's it's essentially the same globally but there are certain features that are locked out right within certain the states. apps too right, right? Like for a long time like ign's app wasn't available in canada or the uk and we got lots of emails about it but um eventually that got leveled out but there is no standardized xbox live consistency with applications and things like that so i couldn't access certain things within the store on my home kit and I could, like, it would just stop me from accessing things that I wanted to. I can't yeah. log into my Amazon account to stream video, which I can do on my PC. Um, this is a current problem on my PlayStation as well. But today, Microsoft rolled out something they've been talking about doing for a really long time. And it's just it's a very easy region switch service. So I just said, hey, I moved to a new country. Click the link. And it says, okay, where do you live now? And I said, the United States, thank you. And that was it. And now I have full access to normal, regular Xbox Live here. So if I wanted to go download the uh, Crimson Dragon demo, which of course is a game that was announced two or three TGSs ago, yeah. it's like the it's the Connect controlled, but it's a spiritual sequel to Panzer Dragoon. Right. That it came out. Uh, the demo came out on the Japanese Xbox Live Marketplace. Right. So I could just go switch myself to Japan and go download. We that. should try that. I, I, I think uh, it's not I a think, bad idea. Well, I think that demo might have actually gotten pulled down, but right. we should check. Yeah, I'm curious how they restrict it. If maybe it's it, maybe it detects your IP now. I don't know. That's possible because you obviously would have checked out on that. Yeah, I but. moved and I moved right back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, after I played the demo. I just went to visit my friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But in any case, yeah, no, that's uh, certainly we have a lot of listeners who are no doubt in the same position as you. As yeah, well if you're as, an expat, um, 
you can you can definitely do that now. I'll throw a link in this yeah. show post. All right. Uh, let's let's see. I've got. Like I said, I did play the cave. I did finally was able to sit upright and play some of it. And I'll have that review coming up. That's again Ron Gilbert's new adventure game, creator of Monkey Island. Uh, for those of you super young, Ron, his most recent Xbox game was Death Spank, which I quite liked. The first one. Yeah. He left after the first one. So the second the, one was still good, but oh, it yeah, just no, it came way too soon. Yeah, it was like literally two months later. Even I didn't. I was like, uh, I I just played the first one. I don't. I'm not ready for the next one. Yeah. But in any case, uh, I always, you know, any any time there's a legitimate point and click adventure game, especially by Ron Gilbert, I'm in. So on a scale uh, from ten to three million two hundred and forty nine, uh, where do you think it fits? Like a four. Yeah, we'll find out on <laughs> January twenty second, Destin. That's when the review goes up on IGN. Uh, Mitch, what are, are you? You got any major uh, dealies going on that we should be clicking on the site for? Um, Friday, this Friday, we're gonna have some Halo news, some yes. Halo video for Excellent. you. That's surprising and uplifting for me. The Spartan Ops get good, and <laughs> it's almost. And and you were just in Seattle. I that maybe that's a coincidence. I, don't I, know. I, I have no comment on the situation. <laughs> All right. Uh, Surprisingly, IGN will continue to have a lot more Halo coverage for you in we, the coming weeks. No. That's, that's very true. Uh, no, but to your to your point, I mean, um, regardless of where you may or may not have been this week, Spartan Ops is returning. Yeah, next on week. Monday next oh. week for for the for the next final five weeks, the yep. second half of its first season. So we will be getting back. We're going to be doing our weekly commentaries yeah. every Monday. I have to ask a question. Yes. Yeah. So if I haven't played Chapter Five. I need to do that because, like, servers go down or something weird after they release a new chapter, right? So the way it works is the current chapter that is out this week or whatever. So let's say it's Monday. It's uh-huh. Monday and Spartan Ops Episode 6. Episode? Yes. yes. Episode 6. Episode 6. Yeah. Episode chapter six comes out. whatever. The way matchmaking works is Episode 6 comes out and you can matchmake with anybody in the world who is also trying to play... Take two. <laughs> Rewind. And Who is go. also trying to play Spartan Ops. Yeah. So you can meet up with random people to play Episode 6. You cannot, however, meet up with people trying to play Episodes 1, 2, 3, and 4. Or 5. 5. Yeah. Math is hard. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, so play Episode 5 this week if you haven't yet. Yeah, and, get uh, caught up. Ready You're ready to go. go. But no, so yeah, we'll have our... We'll get back. We'll be doing our weekly commentary videos with, with either two or three of us. We'll all mm-hmm. uh, be playing it. And, and you know, obviously... Uh, both, all three of us, you know, some some of the videos were me and Mitch, some of them were me and you, Destin, and a couple yeah. of them while I was out were with the two of you guys. Is we all came to the same conclusion by the end of week five is that we were all pretty down on it, disappointed. Yeah, yeah. So uh, very curious yeah. to see if they can redeem themselves in the second half of so, season one. So click click over to IGN, check out or YouTube. Uh, next week we'll we'll have our uh, we'll get back to our weekly commentaries. There. I hope it's like night and day. Just a, a side note, Greg yep. just tweeted that 20 minutes of screwed up audio on Beyond today. So <laughs> apologies oh. in advance for technical issues. Our but audio is great. This room is, this, this, this recording studio is cursed. Correct. It is cursed. I mean, believe me, it's a nice setup and I, I don't want to complain too much because it could be a lot worse. We could be on, we could be at our desks on Skype headsets and we're lucky to have a, a nicer setup than that. But yeah. it is odd how there are seemingly gremlins. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> yeah, there are gremlins living in this room that nobody can seem to. This will be down, Casey's but... office in six months. We won't have a studio, <laughs> probably. Yeah. All right, we'll uh, take a short break. Come back. We've got some interesting Xbox news bits to talk about. Plus, uh, I, 
I'm curious to see what sort of dumb crap will come out of Destin's mouth this week after <laughs> yes. after last week's uh, you know switcheroo. You were you were swapped out with some some uh, idiot clone. Yeah, <laughs> get your drinks ready now because every time he says something wrong, get yeah. ready. Here we go. All right, hang on just a second. IGN's Xbox 360 podcast, a podcast unlocked, presents the news Several interesting items of note this week. I want to start, guys, with Splinter Cell Blacklist. Oh, yeah. I am that hyped. Game. I'm hyped for this Me game. Too. Yeah. Ready for it. I'm really looking forward to it, too, because, you know, we saw it at E3. We were, we were pretty... Mitch, you and I were pretty excited when yeah. we saw it at E3. Because like, Conviction... I know you like Conviction a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, I like it for what it is, but it's... I love playing It's... The thing yeah. is, yeah, it's yeah. just... it. That series will always be measured against Chaos Theory, sure. which is arguably... If not the greatest stealth game ever made, I mean, maybe, well, no, Thief 2 is the greatest stealth game ever made. But it's, it's seriously, it's in the top, it's on the Mount Rushmore of stealth games. I'm sorry, before Brian, you how many Metal Gear games have you played through? Yeah, I was, I was like, where's Metal Gear? I said the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Mount Rushmore has four <laughs> yeah. slots okay. on it, okay. okay? And so I'm saying one of them is Thief 2, yep. and one of them is Splinter Cell Chaos 3. You can fill in the other two The other one is just Solid Snake's head. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Before we continue. So it's Garrett. Garrett from Thief, Sam, Sam Fisher, Fisher, Solid Snake, uh, Solid Snake, and Bruce Wayne. And Bru- good. All right, good. We've got our Mount Rushmore of stealth. I like it. I I can sign off on that. Anyway, yeah. So I, I just wanted to say that, yes. like, yes, we all miss Michael Ironside. The gameplay is still solid, though. Well, that was part of it. Yes, yeah. Michael Ironside continues to be absent. Mm-hmm. They have some dumb excuse for why he's not in there because they he's too old to be physical. They, yeah, for they mocap. It's like, well, there's a thing in every movie and video game ever called dubbing, right? Where you can mm-hmm. record the lines later and just dub them back over. Especially in a video game. Where oh, you're really? Not... They're saying he's too old. Well, that was the line that they fed everybody. That's total BS. Uh, so now the thing is, this the thing that bugs me is uh, I was going on a big Twitter rant about this today, but. There's uh, this this character Sam Fisher and Ironside go together because he, he has such a distinct voice. Yeah. really low. And it's gravity. very low, very gruff, Grim. but very and very calm. Very definition? calm, and, and but he's, he brings that sort of touch of of sarcasm and bitterness. Yeah. And yeah, he. I mean, he genuinely acts that part, and so it got to the point where he really, you know, that he was the signature part of the character. And he, he's, you know, we've seen him. He has been Sam for 10 years. Yeah. 10 years and something like five or six games. I guess when you count, like, there's the PSP game. There was a few others. But, you know, like, what, four or five mainline Splinter Cell games. Five mm. of them. And so the fact that he is not in this one bothers me. And, and it, I'm irritated even more, Destin, by this new guy. Because he sounds younger. He's not only well, does he sound... because he is younger. He's like... Maybe thirty years old. Not only is he Sam's old, yeah. Not only is he way younger, but I just feel like now again, it's I'm not casting full judgment because I we haven't seen him like in a cutscene and really Mm -hmm. in the full context of the game. But in the snippets that they have shown, uh, the VO we have seen, he just sounds like a very generic dude bro guy with with no real depth or or. sort of signature like you don't listen to that and go oh wow he's like a badass That's him. spot yeah you don't yeah. whereas with ironside it was even back in 2002 when the first splinter cell came out it was like whoa this guy is cool yeah 
So I'm just I'm not on board with this new guy, and I'm bummed. But they're gonna release a voice pack later on <laughs> Xbox Live <laughs> for 1,800 Microsoft points. I would. I would I buy, buy that it. six times <laughs> over. Right. Let's get him in the studio here at IGN to read that script, and we can just. <laughs> oh edit my god! Videos. Just Michael, like Justin put that in the. If you work for a Hollywood talent agency that happens to employ Michael Ironside, <laughs> can you uh, please email unlocked at IGN dot com? We can would like, that. Yeah, I'd like to speak with you, <laughs> dude. You know, the community would thank us. Uh, we would be heroes. Get him on up at noon. He'd be, have we'd him be talk about heroes. how he feels. Uh, in any case, so. This new Splinter Cell trailer looks cool. Uh, Gameplay-wise, it looks to me like it's certainly no Chaos Theory. Right. But it looks like it's it's a bit closer to Chaos Theory than Conviction was. It definitely it, does look like they're trying to get back into the yeah, got traditional the, Splinter Cell mode. We got the mode. suit. We got the goggles. We it's got a, a lot more sneaking around. Yeah. It's the next step from Conviction. You're not really hiding yeah. in plain sight. You're not, like, out in public with people... Just being a man. There's darkness. Yeah. Again, it's not all daylight. Mm-hmm. My favorite uh, thing about that trailer is just the way Sam manhandles people. Because oh, yeah. he used to be very like very elegant about the way he killed someone. Like he would he would cut through the tarp and then bring somebody in and he would just he would hold them and they would go down and then he would just set them aside. Yeah. But now he's like he grabs a dude by the shoulder and just rolls him over this cover and the guy's <laughs> flipping and flopping and Sam mm-hmm. like he's brutalizing these men. It seems like he doesn't have time. To, like, stop and hold the dude. Right, he's just like, nope, you're gone, next! Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, Destin, you and uh, Rich George from IGN Nintendo broke down the trailer in our IGN Rewind Theater. So take a look at that on the site, where you, you know, you stop and and really check out some of the the hidden details of it. Mm -hmm. IGN.com slash Xbox-360 is your fastest place to find that. And I I did another video, a separate video, with our, our news editor and fellow Splinter Cell fan, Andrew Goldfarb, where, uh... Something else occurred to me, and we went on video and had a discussion about it regarding this, and that's the release date of Blacklist. Yeah, it's it, new. It was it's supposed, a new one. Yeah, it was supposed to be spring. Mm-hmm. They've always said spring. But now, August 20th. That's two seasons later. Well, you know, one and a half. Yeah. So what? what's interesting about this... You're not good at math today, Mitch. No. Is <laughs> that, I'm tired. <laughs> it is the only game that I am aware of, the only major console game that I'm aware of that has a release date after may yeah i can't think of anything there's else. nothing yeah zero hmm. um cross-platform what do you mean like next gen and past gen no no well we don't not that's been announced okay but so what 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 we talk what a goldfarb and i talk about in the video and you can again read that on where mitch agenda.com slash xbox 360 impressive all of this is in our covers right now it's splinter <laughs> cell town up there yeah it is but um yeah so i to me, this says that Splinter, that the next-gen consoles... This, we're talking about a current-gen game, but I think this current-gen game's release date is an indication of when the next-gen consoles are coming, hmm. or specifically not coming. That's interesting. Because Ubisoft, we know they're, a major, they're one of the major publishers. They are privy to Sony and Microsoft's plans. They always launch with at least one game. Oh, yeah. They're, Watch they're, Dogs. Well, that's we'll their launch one. title. Could happen. But uh, they're, privy to, they're privy to Microsoft and Sony's plans. They would not take one of their biggest franchises, longest-running franchises, Splinter Cell, and send it to die and get buried against the launch of two new pieces of hardware that Splinter Cell is not compatible with. Yeah, that's So uh, that means I think, and we go into more detail on this in the video on IGN, that the, 
that means the consoles aren't coming till at least late October because I think there's going to be that Ubisoft would position it with at least a two month buffer. I'm going to guess November launch. For Xbox. I I think you're right as well. Yeah. But I think late October would be the absolute earliest we're going to see either console because of this release date and the information that Ubisoft has that we are not yet privy to. Well, let's see. What's well, October 31st, like the end of October? I'll Halloween. Look at, I'll look at, yeah. Well, I know that. But like what day? <laughs> is it a Tuesday? Because that'll determine. October 20th? 31st or, is a August Thursday. 20th? October, But uh, the 29th is a Tuesday. So the tw- 29th. I think mm-hmm. that's the earliest you would possibly see. Otherwise, November 5th is a Tuesday, the first Tuesday of November. Well, in the office pool that we haven't officially started, uh, a couple of us, I think Casey, Lynn, Trotter-in-Chief, and myself, I I am taking November 5th in the pool. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's because the following week, November 12th, 11, 12, 13. Oh, yeah. Uh, Games are going to be hitting that day. People want that in their trailers. One game. Is going to well, hit Call that of day. Duty. We went over exactly. this last week. Yeah. Yes, so, I totally agree. There's Call no way the, there's no way the console's hitting the same day as Call of Duty. Again, not that Microsoft's afraid, but they're just How not you... not going to want to mix those uh, those those two yeah. things. They're going to so, want to have them big separate events. You're guessing Call of Duty is hitting 11, 12, 13? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I can almost guarantee because Call of Duty always hits the second Tuesday of November. Uh, it's it's look, go back and look it's like clockwork they just okay that is their time that that's fiscally or whatever has worked for them what if that's they launch a new console and the consoles have that as a launch title well that's it well that's going to happen there will yeah. be a 720 version of modern warfare 4 that is mm-hmm. you can you can take that to the bank is that what call we're on? of duty yeah. five call of duty five Nope. I bet they call it Call of Duty 5. Call of Duty V. Infinity Ward's next game will be Call of Duty 5. <laughs> we shall see. In any case, there will be a Call of Duty game. For, for certain. <laughs> uh, and call it of will... Duty V Day. D- Day V. And oh, it will be... Uh... God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. There, there will be a Call of Duty. It will be out the second Tuesday of November. And it will be on both. There will be an Xbox 360 version and a 720 version. So, yeah. No, it's just... That, that game is such an event. Um, Microsoft isn't going to isn't going to compete with itself essentially on that same day. Can you imagine though, if the PlayStation three or four did not have a date and they could launch simultaneously, like, okay, November 12th, get your Xbox and get your new call of duty together only on the Xbox today. Oh, a week ahead of time. Right. Like if the PlayStation can't come up for a couple weeks after that, holy well, crap, that could potentially be enormous. I, I'm not sure if, yeah, well, the question of whether it would be whether Activision wants to make that kind of deal. I mean, right. Uh, I mean, they wouldn't even need to if they were to release it. I mean, they could probably even put out the PlayStation what? 4 disc Guys, the same week. Call of Duty, Halo launches around that time. You think that's possible? Halo? There's no Halo There's this no year. Halo. No? Destiny is this year's Halo. Okay. Yeah. But, um, so Call of Duty, anyway, Destiny. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know when Destiny will hit. I mean, that's there's we don't we don't know anything about Destiny yet. So. Not yet. But anyway, um, so yeah, that... Watch Dogs. Maybe I'm insane. Yeah, well, I don't know. Three, we don't, we're we don't guessing know if, we have three. We don't know if Watch Dogs launch will be this year. I mean, it, I hope so. Mm-hmm. It would make a sweet launch title. I agree. But um, that remains to be seen. And we do know, as Mitch said, he was a, Ubisoft has a notorious track record. They are always there at every platform's launch with mm-hmm. multiple titles. They were really good to Wii U. Not, maybe not in terms of quality, well, but in terms of quantity. But not just sure. that. Wii yeah. U, 3DS, yep. Vita, Connect. 360 i mean you go they're always they 
Ubisoft's strategy, we may have talked about this on the show before, but Probably, their, yeah. their obvious strategy is they will throw uh, a bunch of a People. bunch of games. I'm not going to say shit because they're not. Some of the games are bad. Like the Connect, some of their Connect launch titles were awful. Was pretty rough. The and first yeah, one. the Wii. The that's another one. great example. The first yeah. One. yeah, they had a couple of uh, Wii launch games. Rayman, Raving Rabbit. But the thing is, yeah, yeah, they'll they'll hit hard at the launch of a console in hopes of getting people to pick it up and get attached to it. Because when you get a console, you want a new game. Right. And with the hopes that if if one or two of those launched games that Ubisoft releases uh, takes off, then they've got... Then that seed sprouts into a franchise that can make them money for another five, six, seven years. That's a smart It tactic. is. It absolutely is. So, uh, to yeah, to your guys' point, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Watch Dogs ends up being a day one launch title for the two next-gen consoles, but... Mm-hmm. In any case, I do think that this Splinter Cell release date tells us when the gives us a better idea of when 720 is coming. I mean, I know we all think it's going to be November already, but I just think this gives a, a little bit more evidence to that fact. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Mitch, have you been following this this fun little lawsuit story today? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't been keeping up with anything since I've been out of the office. I haven't been keeping up on the Twitter or the Google Reader or anything. I don't know anything about this. I read this story, but it didn't actually say anything about the lawsuit. Yes, yeah, so it's just it's just kind of hilarious. Um, AMD, the makers of the, the 720s graphics chip. Is this alleged or is this for sure? Well, the we they're definitely suing people. Okay. <laughs> so, well, that's uh, indicative. Over an alleged, essentially, industrial espionage. Of, oh, okay. um, they're accusing, they, they're saying that the former executives of theirs that left the company and went to NVIDIA, their graphics chip mm-hmm. rival, are uh, taking Xbox 720 and PS4 graphics chip secrets with them to nvidia so what's okay. gonna be it's, inside it's a, the box yeah it's a pretty yeah. it's a it's a quite an interesting story i mean uh, other than you know i'm not a lawyer but i would say good luck proving any of that yeah yeah you know what i mean let's uh they use the same resistor in this one chip <laughs> yeah. they use uh nanometers yeah in silicone they use they resistors did. we use resistors <laughs> they stole our cores do they still use resistors in this stuff i don't even know i don't understand technology yeah. <laughs> It's pretty old tech. I just want it to be fun. The only care. thing that I that we get out of this is that come on, court documents that reveal names of consoles yeah. before and <laughs> Yeah. That'd be good. That would be good. Uh real quick follow up from last week's show, I not so subtly teased that we might have some Tomb Raider multiplayer stuff. Oh yeah, how was it? We in fact did. And uh short version. I mean I hope you already saw the coverage on IGN. It's not a good multiplayer mode. It does not, not look like it. Not in the state that I, it was shown to me. And, well, the game, is, let's be real, the game's out in less than two months. The game's so, probably uh, done at this point. It's They're probably about it. done. They're just doing bug testing. It really, uh, and the crux of it boiled down. And I know some of you out there, you're shocked that the Tomb Raider multiplayer <laughs> mode is not that great. Yeah. Uh, the thing about it is, you know, because we talked about it extensively last week, nobody was buying Tomb Raider. People were buying Tomb Raider with or without a multiplayer mode. Yeah. And so this doesn't really affect anyone's purchase, I don't think. But why do they keep doing this? I don't know. We went into we argued about this for a while last week, so I don't want to rehash. Mm-hmm. But just just I uh, just want to pass along. Yeah, that it's. Uh, I think the big part of the problem is Tomb Raider. The new Tomb Raider is a game about exploration, and this multiplayer, any multiplayer mode, basically has to be about shooting things. Mm-hmm. And so those, it's it's tough 
for the game to reconcile those two things in a multiplayer mode. Yeah. It's uh you're trying to shoehorn shooting into a multiplayer mode of a game that's not about shooting. How so. hard is it to just steal everything from Uncharted? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like Uncharted got multiplayer down, so well keep <laughs> keep playing Uncharted that might be, <laughs> yeah. as far as the multiplayer goes. I'll just put on one of the girls, play as one of the girls, and I'll pretend I'm playing Tomb Raider <laughs> multiplayer. So, uh, speaking of, we mentioned Destiny a few minutes ago. Mitch, we, we have a some definitely at least one thing at GDC to look forward to, the Game Developer Conference. Yeah, I mean, we've been hearing a little bit. Of, I mean, people are starting to talk about the panels they're going to do at GDC. We heard a little bit about Valve doing a Team Fortress one for the VR headset stuff. Um, but the one that Ooh. I'm now the most excited about, Bungie is going to start talking about Destiny at GDC. So their panel is all about world creation and world building and talking about the fiction that they, like, the, here's how we made this amazing new world. A whole new world. Which tells me that, you know, before GDC, we're going to see this game. Cause Good chance. Yeah, they're not going to. They're not going to rely on GDC coverage to talk about their amazing new world, right? That's true. That's so, exciting. I'm ready to see something from these guys. Me too. Uh, I think everybody soon. is. GDC is the end of March, so hopefully we get to see something before then. I have to do the Rewind Theater, continue the Destin on Destiny discussion. <laughs> yes. Every single time. Well, that should yeah. be, yeah. You, you might, we might have to just force you to become our Destiny <laughs> expert just so we can call yeah. our, a weekly segment Destin on Destiny. <laughs> we did it as a joke on Up at Noon once. and uh, Oh, it's no joke. Yeah. It. Oh, <laughs> it's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, another interesting game I saw this week, which is up on IGN right now, it's called Terraria. If you're a savvy You've been PC talking gamer, about this. yeah. If you're a savvy PC gamer, you're like, I already know. I've played that 600 hours already. It is. It is a big hit on the indie scene on the PC side. Over two million downloads on Steam. Mm-hmm. But console versions are coming for Live Arcade and PlayStation Network. Of course, uh, Xbox owners are currently very, very in love with Minecraft. Five yeah. million strong and growing by the thousands every day. Uh, the the PlayStation folks are not as lucky, so they will probably be extra interested in this game. But it's essentially Minecraft meets Castlevania. It is a 2D side-scrolling crafting game in that same sort of 16 or 8 or 16-bit style visual where you can just do whatever. You can build anything you want, make a dungeon, make a house, fight monsters that come out at night. It's... uh. It looks really good, and it's, I mean, it's extremely Minecrafty, but in, in pretty much all the good ways. So uh, if you are one of the, the new addicts to Minecraft playing on Xbox, I would encourage you to check out our coverage of Terraria and see if that floats your boat as well. I never got to it on PC. I have it. I just never booted it. Yeah. Um, you might as well wait for the 360 yeah, version. Yeah, it's, it's due out. They tell me either the end of February or the beginning of March. Uh, of course, Microsoft sets those yeah. live arcade release dates. That would be a really good one for their spring promotion. Very Last true. Alan Wake and stuff like that. Like, I feel like it's a good fit for that. Very true. Um, we've got in the preview that you'll see on IGN, <laughs> there are, are two videos embedded in there that you might want to take a look at. One is is a is a tutorial, just kind of giving you the bit, because it's, it's a little overwhelming at first, kind of like a, Minecraft. It's a surprisingly complicated game. Yeah. And then the other one is a just a gameplay commentary. It's myself... And one of the developers uh, mic'd up, and just he's we're playing and talking through what's going on. So I encourage you to to check out Terraria if you are uh, at all interested in the Minecraft scene. What about hoops? Wise, you guys, you Canadians, you guys invented yeah. basketball. We uh. we invented throwing balls into buckets. 
What do we got? What do we have? An interesting hoops news this uh, week. So to I feel like Jam. I'm doing too much talking. I yeah. need you guys to talk more. To, li- to literally nobody's surprise, NBA baller beats failed miserably. <laughs> uh, you used the damn it, Ryan. How is Majesco still in business? Ryan. So the, our outline here, Ryan says, low NBA baller beats sales deflate Majesco earnings. That was the headline on IGN. I stole it from Andrew Goldfarb. Uh, deflates <laughs> like a <laughs> basketball does. <laughs> Um, Seriously, like, what does Majesco have that's keeping them afloat? Nothing, and they haven't well, had anything for years. But no, but they have a. Don't they, they have, have major minors of... majestic march. I remember that for the Wii. It was like a launch title. Yeah, and don't like... they have a bunch of Wii and 3DS games? Yeah, that... but they're not very good. Like every time I've been to Majesco, but don't they sell? Um, they must. It's some of it's shovelware. Some of they, it's like bad. The games. thing is, they swore they got out of major console game publishing. A while ago, like Xbox, PS3. I'm pretty sure they did the uh, the Hulk Hogan Connect game. Yeah, so that's where their money's coming from. Apparently, Connect does <laughs> not does not uh, factor into that because, of course, Baller Beats is a right. Connect game too. Mm-hmm. But I just, you know, what's funny about this game? It the sad thing is, Baller Beats is actually good. It's really cool. It's very cool, and it will improve your basketball handling skills. You oh, that's the one where you dressed up for the review. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you, a... you ba- it's essentially Dance Central, the basketball version, where you bounce your ba- a real basketball that the game comes with one, mm-hmm. by the way. You bounce it to the beat of 30-whatever licensed songs. Yeah, if you want to get evicted in San Francisco, get yeah. this <laughs> game. <laughs> well, and that's part of the problem, right? Is I think you know it's tough for a Kinect game to sell well that's not called Dance Central. Yeah. What stupid parents is going to get this for their kids? But yeah, you're, they you're, would play it all day. Right. The, the, you know. you're, you're asking for trouble if you're either not in your own house. Ha- if, if, unless you're in a giant warehouse by yourself, yeah. you're going to upset somebody, whether it's neighbors, whether it's yeah. uh, spouses or siblings. Even then, the homeless roommates. guy outside is like, I'm trying to sleep out here. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> We're in New York, now? apparently. Yeah, I guess so. That's your New York accent? Yeah. You're homeless New York <laughs> Aren't all homeless people New Yorkers? Oh, Rudy Giuliani got rid of them all, remember? He <laughs> moved them somewhere else. This is bad news, though. Like, THQ was... De- uh, THQ. Well, them too. But Majesco, Majesco was delisted from the NASDAQ as a result, which is never a good sign. Well, Majesco is now... Well, their, their stock price dipped yeah. below a dollar which is the threshold for oh. so they are under threat of being delisted now okay yeah they haven't actually been delisted but... well eta two weeks three weeks well major miners majestic march two that's gonna save you guys <laughs> that's money in the bank yeah all right now uh the last story is not so much funny as it is sad and pathetic yeah let's mm. get serious <laughs> calm down podcast. guys uh Destin, have you have you tracked this story today? Were you in on the office? I didn't we track were... it, but I know about it. I know what it, the story is. Yeah, you weren't hot on. Oh, the you scent. want me to go for it? Okay. Please, lead so, us. Dead Island uh, Riptide. There's apparently a zombie bait edition, and there's yeah. a little bit of controversy because you see it's a woman in a bikini with no head, no arms, and no legs. It's mm. pretty much that's the torso. The, that's the tchotchke. That come, yeah. That's what makes it a collector's edition. Yeah, you know your Skyrim statue? Imagine that, except a, a corpse. But it's life-size. This isn't like a little yeah. figurine. This is in a, a life-size. In a bikini with just... It's basically its yeah. breasts. Yeah. It is yeah. a... It is bloody boobs. Mm. Yeah. It's really gross. And not... I mean, and it's not gross because it's like, oh, it's a dismembered person. It's like, okay... Why is this the bloody torso of a woman? Why not in a, a man? bikini? But why isn't it a man? Like when you think about it for a minute, in a bikini, 
<laughs> yeah, you slaughter Ryan, way more dudes than Ryan McCaffrey in, in a bikini. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. And, 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 I'm not going to go another 20 years. When, <laughs> when you think about it, it's like, well, why isn't this a man's corpse or torso? And the answer is, well, a nobody man's wants corpso. To, uh, corpso. Nobody wants to look at a dude's dead torso. I don't want to look at a woman's dead torso. Exactly, Destin. <laughs> you know? It's like the reason that this is a woman instead of a man, because the reason you want this is because it's a giant pair of breasts. Yes. You know what would have been awesome? If it was the characters from the game holding weapons and like zombies are like trying to get at them or something. Art That'd prints. be freaking cool. Like, you know, this is just disgusting and in poor taste. Yeah. And, like, what are they thinking? There's an approval. So, like, they're they're just playing like, oh, I didn't see anything. I didn't know anything. Somebody saw this, and, like, for some reason, it got all the way through this, their This process. was actually a very hot, uh, heated topic in the office because we, we actually had an entire staff discussion of, because this is just so ridiculous and yeah. so just obviously offensive that we thought, okay, this has got, this is just a marketing stunt. They want the attention. Yeah. Should we even give it to them? Should we even cover this? We considered not reporting well, the we, story. We thought about it. We decided, we're well, like, no. We're not going to fall for your stupid right. trick. But it, but it is our job to put it out there and then, you know, let let the audience interpret it how they will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, obviously, we did cover it. And then literally not an hour later before, after we'd had that discussion and put up our story, they issued a statement retracting it and saying, uh, okay, we're not doing that. That was that was a. I heard idea. they apologized. Thank God. But are they now are they not releasing this item anymore? I don't believe so. Good. But the thing about this is, you know, it's even even if it's a marketing stunt, I, I got to say that the, the publisher Deep Silver, there must not be a single woman that works there right. because any one of them would have said, uh, "Guys, no." T- or publicity... a man who's not a total disgusting misogynist. Yeah. This is a terrible like, idea from pub- start to publicity finish. stunt or no. This is. This is not. This is over the line. This is right. This is awful. And this is one of those cases where it's like people get really up in arms on the internet about man feminism. Keep your feminazi stuff away from me. Like, no, 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 no. All you have to do is care about women at all to yeah. be a feminist. Like to have us to agree with the idea that women should be treated equally. <laughs> yeah, that's feminism. You, if you disagree with this. That's feminism, which is great because you should disagree with this because this is disgusting. And in no world should this have even come to be anything more than someone's terrible idea. And yet yeah. here it is. And here it is. Welcome to the video game industry. They did apologize for it, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I heard they apologized, but I've... I'm looking. And... I'm looking to see if they actually pulled it. And you know the the thing that I tweeted that that also sort of tangentially uh, to this was. Dead Island, the original, this is like a standalone expansion type deal, pseudo-sequel of yeah, this game. Yeah, kind of. So the first one, uh, Deep Silver is a very, you know, they're a smallish publisher. They've never really had a big hit, but Dead mm-hmm. Island, the original game, was their big hit. Sold over a million copies, charted very high on the NPDs last uh, last year, maybe 2011, whenever it came out. Well, you know what they did for the last game? They murdered a child in the trailer. But that was like a really tasteful trailer like that was yeah. that was art that was really well handled that was really well thought out which this was not no yeah and so m- the point uh, i that i was tweeting out when this happened was uh you know in addition to just being gross like this is the this is the quickest way for a small publisher who with its only hit to to destroy itself. it destroy yeah. its own big hit like what so i think they realized that yeah and went, oh, this is our only uh, ticket to to success here. We we better nip this in the bud before it gets any worse. I'm not someone who is even easily offended by anything at all. Like, no. 
I, I can hear really horrible things you, and not be offended you by have it. to if, if you work at IGN as we do you you have a fairly thick skin yeah and, I mean, we, we bust each other's balls all the time yeah well, my first day the first thing Greg Miller told me was to shut the f up when I opened my mouth <laughs> it's like all right this is gonna be good but I mean this is something that when I see this and I hear about this story, it makes me not want to play the game. And I've never had that reaction to something before. Because yeah. no. this doesn't affect the quality of the game in any way. But, like, this is the first time well, in, in this industry I've had, like, a philosophical quandary right. about it, this. It's, it's, and it's, and it's unfortunate for the developers who yeah. have nothing to do with it. Because what it does is, if I'm interpreting you correctly, Mitch, it's, it makes you not want to support yeah. a company that would make such exactly. asinine decisions. Right, like, I associate this idea with both the publisher and the developer just because yeah. it's tied to both, right? And, like, so as a whole, that entity came up with this, and this is their thing, and I want nothing to do with it, so it, it makes me want to avoid it altogether. Here's a, here's a quote from the publisher. For now, we want to reiterate to the community, fans, and industry how deeply sorry we are and that we are committed to making sure this will never happen again. <laughs> Do you think, you know, guys, actually... That's from the publisher. Right. And perfect segue, mm-hmm. Destin, is I wanted to ask you guys, yeah. do you think the dev- anybody at the developer, Techland, Polish developer, uh, who themselves, this is Techland's big hit. Yeah. Because they've done Call of Juarez. They've done some other games that have just been like, okay, but never really broken through as a big hit. Dead Island is their big hit. Do you think that the higher-ups at Techland itself called deep silver when this broke and went what the f are you guys doing i mm-hmm. feel like they must have known you think so yeah i mean that's in some capacity that's probably like an in-game asset that they supply yeah like, i guess so i guess so here can you make right. a model of this like they absolutely must have known. maybe we shouldn't pity you the developer at all that'll be edited out post yeah leave it in leave it in all right fine that was our mailbox bumper yeah it was just floating in the middle of the show we're running a little long apparently yeah by the way there won't be a mailbox so anyway um i'll have to keep an eye out for when the next one of those is coming up uh yeah so anyway uh way to go yeah deep silver probably Techland. yeah all you guys are dumb but (laughs) correct no there's no point in even being like subtle or nice about you brought this terrible decision you brought this on yourself you all look terrible all right uh mitch before we transition to what i think is a really good trivia question in the unlock block this week we've been getting a lot of those yes uh although i gotta say a lot of them have been achievement related you guys can feel free to ease off on the achievement-related ones because, you know, we don't want to... It's, it's cool. Let's spread it around. Let's, yep. let's vary the topics a little yep. bit. This week's is not achievement-related. Okay. But in any case, Mitch, uh, is there anything out there either in brick-and-mortar or uh, digitally where we can spend some money? Well, we went over earlier in the show. There's nothing on XBLA this week. Um, next week is The Cave, yes? The Cave. So we'll talk a little bit about that next week. Uh, on retail this week is Devil May Cry. The Ninja Theory developed a reboot of that series. That game is awesome. It's super cool. Destin, you were playing it, right? Yeah. Are you, are you oh, you played the, You played the balls out of it, didn't you? You were getting DMC? Awesome. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Super good. Like, bro. shut up and buy that game. Yeah. That so, game is... That's what, that's what Ryan sent in his review. Not me, Ryan. No, oh, no, Ryan. no sorry, Ryan, Ryan Clements. Clements. Yeah. By the way, that video review is amazing. Watch Ryan Clements' video review of DMC. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. It's really... It's just so good. That game, like is the same caliber as like Batman where it establishes a combat system within the world that you can utilize if you want to but you don't have to mm. and it's spectacular yeah. like so if i am a i'm a huge ninja gaiden fan 
Yeah. And obviously, totally I, different games. Yeah, cut play, you off very right different. Well, no, but I, so, so yeah. it's it's if I like that, I'm not necessarily going to like DMC because I always thought they were both sort of combo based fast action games. Yeah, you know? I mean, Devil May Cry is in some ways less technical because in Ninja, Ninja Gaiden it's a lot more about care. That's true. Ninja Gaiden is a very technical where game. DMC is very much about different kinds of aggression. Just like okay, that enemy is this type, and this is how I just unleash on him. Okay, cool. Like, it, it feels really good to just beat the snot out of something in that game. And it, the combat system is so complicated in a really good way, because you have all these different trigger options and weapon v- varieties that you can string together in interesting ways. You can make huge combos that look awesome, feel great. Definitely cry is rad. And there is, by the way, I think we, we've mentioned this on the show before, there is a playable demo that's up on the marketplace. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's also a demo for, if, if you registered uh, in the past month or so, EA started sending out demo codes for Dead Space 3 this week. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who registered for that. So what I found out, it's the E3 demo. It's the demo we saw at E3 uh, with Isaac crash landing on Tau Volantis. He fights a big spider, and you get your first taste of the weapon bench. Uh, played a little bit of it today. We're capturing it now. You can see the whole demo playthrough on IGN very soon. Uh, but that demo is actually out uh, publicly next week. We'll talk a bit about that more Excellent. next week then. Um, DMC, if you're not going to buy it, rent it. Like, just just play through the game. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny it actually made me laugh at points like i'm sorry i'm I'm sorry to keep like bringing this up but like it's crass and dante's like an elitist dick and like he's just like a character that that like really works for the story they're telling and it's a it's it's a something of an awesome story to this game because this is a game that was handed off to a new developer and had a it caught a lot of crap from established devil may cry fans because Mm -hmm. The the look and tone of the game is completely changed. I'm yeah. so glad that this game, now that it's out, has just totally just told all of those babies to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good to see this game succeed in all of those ways. And like, uh, I love that look. I'm actually seeing people like, okay, this game's good. Yeah. You know. They're rescinding all of their hatred. Yeah. Well, not everybody, obviously. Sure. But some people are. On the marketplace this week, we have the Borderlands 2 expansion, Sir Hammerlock's Big Game Hunt. Which we had uh, our freelancer Vince take care of for the review, and he said it was it's okay. Yeah, I'm presuming this has got a, a game. This is still covered. If you bought the season pass, yeah. you're getting this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you have the season pass, obviously you're committed to Borderlands. Um, there's a new raid boss here. There's a new story with Sir Hammerlock, who is wonderful. Um, but apparently, I mean, the, the response that I'm hearing is that this isn't... It's just not that funny, which is weird for Borderlands. Yeah. Mm. The combat seems okay, but uh, the tone is just not nearly as exceptional as like past even DMCs. The la- even the last one, I watched Anthony play it, the uh, Captain Scarlet and her pirate's booty or whatever. Yep, yes. And uh, there's a lot of funny stuff in there. Like when you got to talk to the townsfolk of the crazy person who's like lost his mind. Like it's it's some funny stuff. It's just disappointing to hear that this one is not as good. Well, they can't all be winners. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that's, that's it. it. Yeah, cool. it's, it's a light week. More, right. more next. We'll do a trivia question right after this. Let's do it. This podcast is brought to you by Audible, a provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 titles to choose from. For listeners of Podcasts Unlocked, Audible is offering a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free 30-day trial. If you're not already quoting from it every day, may we suggest checking out Ready Player One by Ernest Cline. It's like The Matrix mixed with video games, Star Wars, and transforming Japanese robots. And we love it. To get started, head to audiblepodcast.com unlocked and follow the instructions to get your free audiobook. On with the show. Unlock lock. Can you take on the challenge? Yeah! Yay! 
unlock block. My favorite part where uh, we get to give away. I can tell because you sounded so upbeat at the beginning of that segment. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's interesting yeah, is the unlock block. I've noticed lately <laughs> there's been there's been a people are actually into the idea of getting Guitar Hero Van Halen as a prize. Yeah, they're now. like yeah because we people are them, excited like, about it. It's not that bad, guys. No, it's <laughs> it's a good game. It's a full band game. You can dust off all your instruments. Um, or just play it by your, you know, play it by yourself, whatever. And it's maybe Activision is going to hear this and be like, "It's time to release a new Guitar Hero." <laughs> I, I hope so. <laughs> That'd be nice. That'd be great. Who's, who's responsible for this week's question? Uh, this week's question comes to us from our lucky winner, Matthew Welsh. Thanks, Matt. Whose gamer tag is? It's all one word here. It's Big <laughs> Papa M Juice. <laughs> yes, that's a. I just did mentally did a slow clap for that. Yeah, I'm not really sure. The backstory on that, but I'm please email curious. your gamertag backstories. <laughs> oh, sh- that's our meta achievement this week. Yes, do it. We're good. Okay, we'll get to that in a bit. All right. Uh, so Matthew wins himself a copy of Guitar Hero Van Halen for having his question chosen because I thought it was cool. That's the extremely subjective criteria. <laughs> and so uh, Matthew, I'll get your address since you didn't include it in your email. Come on, come on, man. Come on, get with the times. You can also email us at unlockedigen.com to get your questions on the show. Yes, include your. Uh, name, gamer tag, full mailing address. We should probably plug that at the beginning. We're plugging it <laughs> now. Yeah, no, that's doing it. Doing it yeah, now. Yeah. And yeah, four multiple choice answers. Note the correct one. Sometimes people send in a question with four multiple choice answers and don't tell me which one it is. Oh, then they're and just like stumped, you suckers. Well, it's like <laughs> I, I don't have time to look it up because I got things to do. Anyway, uh, so Matthew's question is this. Which of the following is the only Xbox demo that allowed you to earn achievements that would unlock when you later bought the full retail game? Gentlemen, was it Forza Motorsport 3, Lost Planet 2, Fable 2, or Crackdown 2? Destin, you seemed really confident that you knew the answer. Okay, so I know, I know that I played this game. I played the demo of it. So I believe it's either Forza or Fable. Um, I'm a little torn now because Forza was the launch title, like near the launch window, right? Not three. Forza two. No, Forza. No, three was the first one to show up on 360. But it it wasn't launch. Hold on. Now I'm I'm watching window. We'll say launch window. So, no. Forza three, because I reviewed this when I was freelancing for GamePro, and this would have been like 2010, 2009. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like PGR was kind of the game for a while. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. So you just eliminated that one for me. All right. Well, I'm going to explain to you why. I'm going to say C. I'm going to also explain why I think it's Fable 2. All right. So when Fable 2 came out, or the demo came out, let's just assume it had achievements that would unlock. But the thing that makes me think that there's more to this is that Fable 2 pub games came out ahead of the game's release. And there was a whole bunch of stuff that you could get in that game. In addition to achievements, it would give you items to unlock in Fable 2. Correct. So... I mean, and that was the first I really remember of hearing about something like that, like an external thing connecting to a retail game. Yeah. And I figure, why not? Why wouldn't they be able to experiment with the achievements in a demo that would mm-hmm. unlock later? So um, I'm going to go with that. Fable. Fable, I, Fable. That was my other choice. Uh, I don't know if it's the only one that's ever done that, though. All right. Well, one of you is exactly... We both picked the same thing. Wrong. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the other of you is exactly... Wrong. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> it is actually Crackdown Two, mm. which had, uh, according to Matthew, uh, really? ten achievements that wow. would unlock in the full game when if you played the demo. So, wow. uh, Matthew, you have stumped wow. our wow. panel of experts. Wow. That would well have been my, done. That would have been my last choice. 
so yes, by the way, let's let's have ourselves a crackdown three first on yeah. Xbox Seven Twenty, shall we? Microsoft, <laughs> are, are you listening? Yeah, Ruffian Games has got to be up to something for the last three or four years. Come on. If you got the hookup at Ruffian, unlocked at IGN.com, tell us all Hey, your I know secrets. we have a lot of, we've got Scottish listeners, and they're a Scottish crew, so let's uh, let's get some moles up in there. Side note, if you have anything you would like to tell us about <laughs> video games, unlocked at IGN.com. We've, we've got a lot of information from readers who have, uh, are surprisingly well connected. We have eyes everywhere. Yeah. We do. So, uh, yes, thank you again, Matthew. And again, unlocked at IGN.com. Send in your trivia question, and you too can win a copy of Guitar Hero Van Halen. <gasps> Yay. That's going to drive me nuts. All right. It is late. we got to get out of here. Yep. Uh, according to this, it's we're pushing an hour for this week's show, which is good. Most people seem to like about a one-hour show. Good. Was good. it really only an hour? i got to ask you guys, didn't we have an assignment to play an old game last week for achievements or Destin, something? Destin, you're so on top of things. Well done. So we, uh, we had a meta achievement last week, which yes. was just play a game from 2005. Um, and we didn't get very many emails about it, aside from people saying, I played this. It's okay. Well, I didn't, I didn't get to do it. Can we continue I didn't either. it? We can. Um, so what's going on is in the Unlocked Facebook group, which I believe is just facebook.com slash podcast unlocked. I will put a link in the show yeah, notes we've, as we've well. We've been getting plenty of new people joining lately, yeah. which is great. So what's happening is the meta achievement for that, was it makes more sense. It just became this conversation in the Facebook group. So this massive thread about like, hey, did you guys do this? Because I played this game. I played Perfect Dark. It's still pretty good. So there's people still talking about it. Um, so just keep that up. Keep that conversation going in the Facebook Are you sure group. sure it was Perfect Dark, they said? Well, <laughs> listen, some people out there have strange taste. I remember liking it fine at launch, but I, don't, I haven't touched it since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all right. Um, so the meta- I remember motion blur being the big thing. The multiplayer yeah, to cover was up, To cover up the uh, launch frame rate. Yeah. You know, the, uh, our frame rate's not that good yet. Let's, <laughs> let's motion blur when you turn. I'll give them one thing. The, uh, the multiplayer was fine. Yeah? Yeah. Not great, yeah. but fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the meta achievement for this week, going back to what we were talking about before. Play Perfect Dark. <laughs> Perfect Dark. <laughs> so either in the Facebook group, because that'll probably just be a good place for everyone to talk about it and share stories, um, or you can email unlockedidgen.com and share your particularly interesting story. Tell us the history of your gamer tag. Tell us where that name came from. Good call. The wackier the story, the better. Mine's going to be very boring. <laughs> It's my Destin. name. Destin L. Mine's Minty D 88 and I only put the 88 on the end because it was like, what? Minty D is taken by who? We're boring. Ryan, yours is like Ryan. No. Ryan IGN. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just that Lame. one. It's the only tag. Yeah. Uh, were you born in 88? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. A- anytime, like, everybody always that puts a number at the end of their handle for anything that's it it's always the year they were born which is a weird thing like where did that come from where did we decide or like 69. the year i was born is significant to or me. 69 well, yeah no. 420 or 420 long ripper 420 <laughs> yeah what's funny to me is whenever anybody does that and they're like maybe you know i on the ign comments or something and it's some dumb comment i'll see that it's like you know bong ripper 92 and i'm like yeah. dude you're 20 years old you're a, and i it just i instantly know oh you're yeah. like a 20 year old yeah. dude that doesn't know any better <laughs> Now, maybe that's why if we see people with, like, 01 and 02, maybe that's their birthdays. I always thought it was like, oh, oh God. Was, was double O taken? <laughs> How it's old? like, oh, my God, no, it's just children. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's not think about that. This is the people we talk to. This is who we're, we're writing old. for. We're old. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, again, we already plugged a bunch of IGN things at the top of the show, but I hope that IGN.com is your homepage, or at least bookmarked. Uh, as well as the Xbox 360 page at IGN.com slash Xbox 360. Download our app worldwide. 
Yeah. The IGN app via Xbox Live. If it's not in your country, just change your country. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like if you can do it now. I like your style, Mitchell. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you can watch. The cool thing about that, though, is instead of, like, watching, for instance, the awesome Devil May Cry video review, yes. instead of watching it on your little computer window, load it up on our app and watch it on the same big-ass TV that you play your Xbox games Alternatively, on. Alternatively, you could watch our brand-new show, the Xbox Soapbox, Ryan. That's true. We, we hijacked that PlayStation conversation. That's ours now. Yeah. They we're can't gonna, have it back. No. We're, gonna, <laughs> we're just going to have better conversations because it's about things that don't involve trophies. Yeah, we chatted up. <laughs> Actually, did we even talk about Illumarum on this podcast, or did we do no. that last week? Uh, no, I think we just saved it for the Xbox Here, Yeah, it's let's, on the Let's soapbox. wrap it up. It's dumb. Yeah, if you want to know our thoughts on the Xbox Illumarum. <laughs> Which sure. is a potential, by the way, it's a potential accessory for the Xbox 720 the same way Kinect was. Mm. Yes. Go, so sir, just... If you just Google search IGN Xbox Soapbox or poke around IGN.com, you'll find yeah, it. Yeah, for their thoughts, you can uh, go to that. For mine, you can just listen to my next two words. It's dumb. And uh, <laughs> Well, we now they don't have to watch the video, Destin. <laughs> Thanks a lot. You guys actually have a discussion about it. An intelligent discussion. No, they yeah. Can, yeah, they can watch Ryan tell me why it's cool. He's why wrong, it? but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, right so... Yes, most of you subscribe to this podcast, uh, which we kindly thank you for, via iTunes, where you can, it's just very free, just click the subscribe button. Some of you get it on the Zune Marketplace, and of course, Mitch publishes it on IGN.com as well. So uh, we thank you for continuing to listen. Our family continues to grow here at Podcast Unlocked. It's true. We have so many babies. I'm, I've gotten <laughs> a number of tweets and emails that say, I really hated Ryan at first, but you know what? I like him now. I Aww. enjoy the show. So it's... <laughs> I mean, I, and I genuinely appreciate those emails because, you know, even even if you feel that way, most people wouldn't take the time to write in or even like sort Swallow of their pride. It, yes, well, you know, so I, I appreciate people uh, reaching out and saying, "Hey, I'm enjoying the show now." So thank That's you. Nice. And um, yeah, tweet us anytime at IGN to get all your your major game and entertainment news headlines right away. Follow Mitchell here at Mitchie D. And Destin Legary here at Destin Legary, coincidentally enough. Yeah. Hmm. I'm very boring with my handles. <laughs> yeah. And you can follow me at DMC, not related to Devil May Cry, though this this week it's uh, seemingly a coincidence, at DMC underscore Ryan. And uh, that's it. I can't wait for Ninja Theory's run DMC. The sequel? Yeah. That'll be perfect. Let's get out of here, and hopefully uh, next week we'll have... We can talk cave, we can talk... All kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe some Halo. Maybe, perhaps. Well, Spartan Ops. Spartan Ops will be, Spartan Ops will be out. We can have another conversation yeah. about that. And um, maybe even one other thing. Maybe. I can't. Oh, yeah. That we're trying to Ooh. line up. Yeah. So we'll see. And anyway. Another thing I'm trying to think sweet. of the timing of <laughs> as we are, continue to be vague. Lots. Anyway, lots, lots to discuss on next week's show. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this week's show, guys. Thank you very much. Thank as you. always, we'll see you next week. See ya. So you're just yeah you're just rubbing the uh, your finger along the the mic arm
spring. Yeah. It's gonna snap and kill everybody. They're like, Pfft. I have to go to the hospital. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.